Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, how are you doing? Today is Monday, 25th, January, 2016. Uh, wow, man, did we ever get whacked? <laughs> we got whacked really good with the snow. Okay, about two feet. Uh, some places got two and a half feet, and uh, that extra six inches is a lot, let me tell you. Just the volume of snow, period. So, uh, but, it, you know, it was good in some respects because a lot of our... Uh, organizations right on the ball helping people uh shovel out which is great to see man i'll tell you it's great to see uh man some of these young people here just amaze me uh when when they get their mindset on on doing something they're when they participate uh man and it wasn't pleasant at all it was a lot of hard work but man they did a hell of a job and people helping one another there, it was great. And I was talking to some of the guys, and they were saying, oh, well, this is great to see, you know, people cooperating and all this kind of stuff. And I said, well, it's like old school. This is, how, this is the way it used to be, man. This is the way it used to be. So anyway, uh, well, I want to re- welcome uh, Mama, three white boys, Rich, Tom, Dion. Somebody told me Dan was mad at me about something. I don't know. But anyway, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on. And uh, like I said, I've been, I've been very busy. I didn't know I was even going to be able to have time to do this tonight. Uh, but like I say, we got whacked really hard. But the whole area got whacked. And uh, it went as far over into uh, parts of Pennsylvania uh, the eastern part of Pennsylvania, pretty bad, and uh, they got whacked. Some of them even, some places got even more snow than what, what I got. But anyway, that's the way it is. And I think we're going to get hit again, so we'll see what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, we got these weathermen. Uh, these people, they're saying, oh, well, this this is, the blame it on global warming. Oh, we're going to have good winters and, uh, you know, more snow in the winter and hot summers and all this kind of stuff. And uh, since, you know, that's cycles. I mean, when I was a kid, we always had snows like this. Many, many winters we had snows like this. So I don't see the big the big deal. But uh, today a lot of the cleanup was done, and uh, it was great. Man, sleds were out and all that kind of stuff there. It was uh, People were enjoying it in the snow, man. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, oh, geez, I see there's a lot of activity on there, you know, with this primary, basically with uh, uh, Trump. Uh, he's a bully, and now they're bringing out uh, 2013 stuff, which ain't going to hurt him because he's already smashed political correctness, and we see who his, who his power base are. 
his power face is basically, uh, you know, the working man, actually uh, the white voter, finally, you know, looking towards their own interests, where he made a mis- he was making statements about illegal immigration a long time ago, and he and he brought up the question a couple of years ago, uh, you know, yeah, we'll bring in some Europeans, bring in some Europeans. And he was talking about he, he has friends and 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 he knows uh, friends that kids that have gone to school in in the United States and then they got to leave right away and all this kind of stuff there, and it's almost impossible for them to uh, uh, immigrate. Where people from all over the world, it's very very easy. And he says, and you don't have to worry about assimilation. They assimilate very very easily. So I mean, you know, he was hitting it in in the proper way, uh, talking about basically, yeah, yeah, this is a European country, and Europeans coming over are going to assimilate very, very, very well. So, you know, uh, so, you know, yeah, uh, that's racist, you know, and all this kind of stuff, which ain't going to go anywhere because he really don't care what you say about that kind of stuff. And believe it or not, he is getting strong support from the minorities, okay, uh, there's a lot of blacks now that are, uh, they said they were Democrats and, uh, they're going to be going for Trump because, uh, you know, they're out of jobs. They lost their jobs like everybody else. And they, they want to get to work. Now, I guess the ones that don't want to get to work, you know, want the big Bernie, uh, uh, handouts. And I saw a really good, uh, thing that I posted on my Twitter, you know, where Bernie saying, uh, you know, give a man a fish to feed him for a day and, uh, promise him a pile of fish. And get elected, and which is about it. Okay, which is about it. Now, Rich is saying politicians will say anything to win. Well, I don't know, Rich. I think he's stating his position. Okay, how does how you know? Like I, I don't follow that because he's going against the trend. He's going against the establishment. You know, he's going against mainly what would uh, get you shut down. Okay, to what he's saying. So I don't I don't I don't know about that. Uh, I think he's pretty well stating his position. Okay, I th- I think he's pretty well saying how he feels about things. Now there's a few things that I don't agree about, and that's that XL pipeline. Okay, and uh, he's going to win apparently. Well, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, anything could happen, right? But uh, you know, he's pretty uh, heavy on that. Uh, XL pipeline, which I think is a terrible deal for us. I mean, it's bringing Canadian bullshit over. Okay, that stuff goes through the goes through the pipeline under high pressure like peanut butter. Okay, it, it, it's it's not just oil. Okay, and uh, what did he say about? He, he said he supports it, but what he wants is he wants a pile of money for them to for them to use that pipeline. Where the deal they have now, we're you know. Yeah, it's going to put a few people to work just to put it together, and then it goes to Texas or Louisiana or some damn place, and then out, and then it's exported. Okay, and uh, he's saying, no, we want part of that action. Now, this stuff is so bad. Okay, it's a it's an environmental disaster in Canada. They've got the biggest man-made lakes because they got to clean it with water and steam it and all this kind of stuff because. You know, they got to uh, suck it out of the uh, tar sands. This is tar sand bullshit. And uh, just the process, the, the amount of water that's used for that 
and we're talking about, you know, water's a commodity, and there's not a lot of it on this planet anymore, especially drinking water, okay? And not only that, this pipeline is going across a lot of aquifers or near aquifers. So, you know, the potential of an accident or something to happen to pollute those aquifers is, uh, you know, pretty high. So, but, uh, you know, here's Canada want to come through the United States. Meanwhile, they've got refineries on, on the eastern coast. Is run by this particular family. I forget the name of these guys. Been around for a long time. The big power out there. Okay, they have never been able to get a pipeline across their own damn country because the environmental and all that kind of stuff. And that was just oil. Now with this bullshit, there's no way they're going to let that go across their their lands because of the potential of uh, an accident and. Uh, uh, you know, spoiling a lot of the waters and everything because, you know, they polluted so many lakes anyway. You know, everything's to pristine Canada, but when you look under it, it, a lot of that water is, a lot of those places are polluted, okay? They've been polluted for a long, long time. And uh, they just, you know, because they don't rehabilitate the area, you know, because there's so much, so much of it, and uh, so they've never really taken care of it. You know, I hear from these Canadians, oh, you know, whoa, and that part of my family's Canadian, but, uh, oh, up in Canada, we have this great, inv- you know, land and environment and all this kind of stuff. And I said, well, great, make some more. You know, it's not like something that you made. It was there, you know, and you're ruining it, you know. And, you know, we're ruining ours too. So, you know, I can't really fault them. But when they go on, like, you know, they've accomplished something, which is nonsense. But uh, I'm very, very set against that pipeline. Uh, hopefully they can stop that. But, you know, as far as, you know, these trade agreements, I, I'm 100% behind them. Plus, we've got this TPP coming up, okay, that they're trying to get all sewed up by the end of this year. And they're having problems. They're having problems in America. They're having problems in Canada. Uh, it's supposed to be uh, Canada. United States, uh, Australia, and a bunch of uh, Southeast Asian countries, and uh, that 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 that's in, that's in a big problem right now. But the real dangerous thing about it is that that trade agreement will take precedent over any of your laws. Your laws of the land does do not mean nothing with that trade agreement, and we've already seen that with NAFTA. Okay, because I remember reading. Uh, a couple years ago when uh, there was a big lawsuit against some Canadian firm because they had been taken, when they first took lead out of gasoline and this supplier sold gasoline with lead and they sent it back and they, they successfully sued the company in the courts. Eventually the taxpayers got to pay. Oh, the government's got to pay. No, the government, no, the taxpayers got to pay. The taxpayers had to fork out millions of dollars in that lawsuit because it uh, somehow they were able to it, somehow it uh, it was a violation of NAFTA. So you know what I mean. Doesn't matter what laws you pass, what environmental laws you pass. You know they're trying to make it that in all these agreements that the agreement goes to an arbitra- arbitrator. They make the decision. Okay and uh, what they do is they'll 
find the they'll find you and then you got to make up their losses and all this other bullshit so you know it's just taking the sovereignty out of, out of, out of the nation so you know I don't know about that okay what do we got going on here okay motorhead I don't know who motorhead is light sweet light sweet crude is cheap enough no no need for heavy crude blah 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 well i hey that's what there's that's what they sell out of Canada okay that's what they sell whether like like crude is cheap enough or not that's what they sell plus who knows because you know uh Trump's already said wouldn't it be great if we had a, a good relationship with Russia which is makes perfect sense you know because if you look at our history, even though we we had diametrically different systems, I mean they 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 had a, you know <coughs> excuse me they had their uh, czars and we had the so-called democracy and uh, we always had close relationship with Russia on trade. We never fought over land or anything like that. Uh, they even gave us a couple breaks with uh, Alaska. Uh, uh, in the fur trade, uh, they gave up uh, parts of California and things like that without firing a shot, without any bullshit. And uh, so we've always been on very good relationships with Russia. Uh, One of our closest, always been one of our closest friends until the Bolshevik Revolution, right? Until the Bolsheviks got in there. And then that was basically the end of it. And then, well... FDR, well, we all know about that commie, okay, him and Stalin and all that bullshit, but uh, I wouldn't really call that a relationship, so, you know, what kind of relationship was that when, you know, you sent them everything, all these weapons and every all this bullshit, where you're supposed to be neutral, okay, and then you even send them, they even sent them our printing plates to print our money for anything they needed. I mean, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, but like he says, hey, you know, so, you know, if we had a good relationship with, with Russia and Putin. And uh, I, 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 th- I think, I think, I don't see why not. Uh, and take these stupid uh, sanctions and, 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 and keep, you know, what they're doing to him with the oil. I mean, yeah, it'll raise prices a little bit. But the thing is, it'll alleviate a lot of pressure, uh, alleviate uh, uh, our dependency on and Europe's dependency on this Middle East bullshit. Okay, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, And another thing that I like what he says, what he's been saying lately is, you know, these guys are going on that, oh, he talks tough and he talks gruff and... uh, He's, you know, he's saying we got to stop operating on executive orders, which I, I, I would like to see those challenge, the pres- challenge of the president's ability on his scope of uh, executive orders because it's only supposed to be about the executive branch, period. Okay? I mean, he's creating policies just like the, the, the courts, you know, uh, the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court's now under the justice department, under the justice system, right? It's not separate anymore. Okay, and they're, they're, you know, they're, they're ruling policy from the bench. You know, all that bullshit's got to end. 
I like the old uh, Andrew Jackson. You know, I don't care what the Supreme Court says. Can they enforce it? You know, really, that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. So, you know what I mean? They've been uh, hemming and hawing, and especially with this 14th Amendment, the way they've interpreted that any way they want, okay? You know, there's a word for those type of amendments. You know, you know, we it'll take you can, any 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 argument you have, you throw it to the Fourteenth Amendment and then you argue about it and twist it and you know, depends on the makeup of the court of which way it's gonna go. You know. Plus it's very important to uh get conservatives in because, you know, there's a couple uh court seats gonna be coming up. So otherwise, you know, it, things things are just gonna look wor- worse and worse and worse and uh, you know, I, I'm one of those. I don't believe worse is better. I just think worse is worse. So, and uh, uh, I don't know if you if you guys go to PowerThroughDiscipline.com, PDD Radio. Uh, Rich did a really good uh, show. Might have been today, and uh, really, really good. Talking about the issues. Talking about things that are very, very relative. With solutions, and uh, he focuses mainly on millennials and younger people, which is great. And uh, uh, the guy's making a difference, and I applaud him. And uh, I wish more people go over there and check him out. Now I know there's a lot of stuff going on there. People send me things all the time. Hey, listen to this. You know, take part of a guy's show that knocks Rich or knocks me or something like that. And, I mean, I really don't give a shit, okay? Because, you know, basically, look who it's coming from, you know? (laughs) Some child is drunk or something like that. You know, I don't think that's very, very relevant at all. And some of the stuff they say is is totally, I mean, some of the stuff I say is ridiculous, but they're even crazier than I am, so you know what I mean? So, anyway, uh, so, uh, what else new, new out here? Oh, man, yeah. I think we're going to get hit again. Maybe, maybe, maybe tomorrow afternoon or whatever, as if we need more snow. But one good thing is it slows down crime. <laughs> snow and cold weather slows down crime. Now, I was uh, someone sent me this thing. I've been pretty busy, so I've been too much time on the internet. But someone sent me something about. Uh, that El Chapo guy, and, uh, you know, where it showed that, you know, he escaped under uh, a tunnel on some contraption that went like a mile under from the prison underground into some shack where he got a car and he was gone. And, uh, I mean, it's pretty amazing. But, you know, this is... if anybody goes sees that, this is typical of of the type of tunnels that they got all over the border, man, all over the border. They, you know, they get these out of work miners that and and engineers that engineer this. It's just unbelievable, and they spend millions of dollars on it because they're going to make it back on the drugs, you know. And uh, then you get, uh, you know, he's some kind of hero in Mexico. I don't know how that could be, but he's some kind of folk hero, and. Uh, you know, the Mexicans are always trying to defend him. And, well, you know, uh, if you guys didn't have the habit, no, this kind of, which is why I'm dead set against drugs. If you guys didn't have the habit, well, 
you know, I heard this guy's putting uh, 80, 80, 80% pure smoke uh, uh, heroin on the streets. And, you know, when you get that high, you can smoke it, man, you know. Just overseas, they just call it, I think it was uh, Blossom Rose or Red Rose or something. I never got involved in it, but uh, some of my guys did. And uh, it's some deadly, deadly, deadly stuff. But uh, and it's very, supposed to be, you know, they're just swamping the place with it, and it's very, very cheap, and it goes goes through this organization of of their of their of their gangs, and then it goes down to the street level. So now this guy is importing not only the United States; he's importing, he's exporting to Europe, to Africa, to Asia, even into China. Okay. He's got South. He's got all South America, so he's getting very, he's very, very, very powerful. And the people that he can threaten, and the people that he's got paid off, I mean, it, it's you talk about a terror terrorist. You know, forget about this ISIS stuff. This 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 guy is 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 a pure terrorist because he is destroying destroying the fabrics of society with that bullshit, that poison that he's pushing. You know. So, uh, yeah, Al Chapel Chappell threatened Trump. Well, uh, I I heard that he threatened Trump, but I'm wondering if that was. A, I'm, I'm not being honest here. I mean, I don't know, but I'm going to be honest because I just can't see the guy opening a Facebook account. You know what I mean? And. Uh, that might have been a publicity stunt. I just can't see him coming out and doing something like that. But, you know, maybe he did. Maybe he did, you know. But, uh, you know, it just goes, to show, and it shows you, and, and, and another thing, where this prison was, right next to it was a high-security military base. So it shows you that, you know, what we've known about, people that know about this have known about these forces being trained in the United States by the military, okay? And uh, the big connection between, uh, you know, oh, the fight, on, the fight, the fight against the, the, you know, the criminals in Mexico, we've got to aid Mexico. Mexico's making a fortune off us, okay? But we're going to give them aid of weapons and stuff like that. And those weapons go right down to these uh, cartels, eh? So, you know, and... Uh, a lot of people think it's a. Uh, they're in. He's actually. This group is actually in with the DEA to knock off the competition. The other gangs. He's knocked out some pretty. I think the one group's called the Zestas or something. They're the guys that used to go out in the desert and have some kind of crazy ritual and chop a lot of heads off. Although El Chapo does too. His group does that kind of bullshit too. But th- these guys are even more vicious like that. And uh, then they go after the big guys. And basically, they say that's what happened in uh, with uh, the uh, the guy in the oh I forget his name that big cocaine guy that big cocaine guy. Okay, oh, I'm reading here. Rich, do you know Trump is connected connected to who? Rich Illuminati. Oh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> we don't know about that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, 
Yeah, that big that big coke guy down in uh oh shit. I can't remember his name now right now. But uh in South America. And that's what they said uh you know that there's some kind of connection with him to knock off all the competition and then when he became the big haunt show, then they only only had to take down one guy and then they were after him. So who knows, man, you know what I mean? Al Padrino? No. Oh, what the hell is his name? Uh, I'd have to look it up. Uh, they made a movie about that guy a little while ago. He was in the 80s, I believe. I think he was in the 80s. So, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of these guys that we don't know. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, they got to get the money transferred some way, right? So, you know, you got to have government cooperation to do that. You got to have some kind of government on high level to get all that money. I mean, this guy's over a billion dollars, personally over a billion dollars. I can imagine what his whole operation brings in. So, you know, I mean, uh, how are they? Because, you know, this money, blow with Johnny Depp. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, this money is in small bills. And so those small bills must go over to uh uh gotta go to a bank it's gotta be well it's gotta be counted it's gotta be uh bundled it's gotta i mean you know we're talking bags and bags and bags of money all over the place go through accounts and somehow go through the distribution pay off certain uh levels of that organization and then get to mexico or wherever the hell he's putting that damn money Pablo Escobar, yeah, that's it, Motorhead. Uh, and then, you know, get get to the, get to the main operation. I mean, you've got to have a lot. You, we're talking big banks, big banks involved there, okay? And uh, you know, I have yet to see them go after these big banks. Uh, now, a couple of them got uh, fined for having accounts dealing with uh, uh, drug lords and things like that. But no, I don't think any of them have gone to jail. I don't think any of them have gone to jail or prison in 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 in, in any respect. And uh, once that, until that happens, uh, you know, this drug war is phony. Okay. Iran Contra. Iran Contra. Yeah. Well, that just shows you uh, that uh, CIA oper. You know, that's where a lot of this. Uh, Black ops goes through goes through that drug money. It's as simple as that. Okay, because uh, you know, like I say, it's not like uh, stock market swindles where you know it's uh, done by a computer and all this kind of bullshit. It's it's all physical. They got to grow it physically. Uh, they've got to uh, you know convert that into the drug, fit, pack it, physically move it. 
get it to the distribution, get it down to the street level, collect the friggin' money, okay, and then from there send it back upstream. Okay, at one point it's got to go to a bank, and then it's got to be electronically sent over. But it's got to be, you know, and we're talking a lot of money, okay. And if we're talking a worldwide operation, okay, so, you know, these banks are in this big time. So that means you got to have government involvement. There's no way you can get away with all this transfer. I mean, you can you can sell drugs or you can give drugs away or whatever the hell you're going to do, but it's the money and the payoffs and all that kind of shit, okay? you got to have government cooperation. It's as simple as that. And until it gets, I see something serious about going after the government officials, going after the banks, okay, because uh, otherwise you're never going to stop it. People are always going to grow it. People are always going to use it. They're always going to try to sell it. But on such a mass distribution, such a massive scale, okay, that's what you want to get rid of. You're never going to get rid of it completely. It's as simple as that. But this massive, and you got to look at the power that these guys have, you know what I mean, to where they're paying off their government, they're paying off the military. The military is getting, you know, military-grade weapons into this war. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, uh, these bad boys are untouchable. Well, so far they're untouchable, but, you know, We'll see. Something's got to give because the, the the drug epidemic in this country is is nuts. And we heard what happened over there. Was it New Hampshire or whatever? I mean, that's another thing Trump brings up. He says, you know, you got one hell of a, a, a heroin problem here. And I think one of them, the governor or somebody was saying, uh, you know, Snoopy or somebody comes from, from – uh, New York City or whatever sells his drugs and then leaves a white girl pregnant. Okay? And everybody was, you know, and then he cucks, cucks the next day saying, oh, my mouth was talking, fa- my brain was thinking faster than my mouth or my mouth was talking faster than my brain or something like that. But no, he was t- saying the way it was. Yeah, that is a problem. Okay? You got this uh, mongrel kid, okay, that now society's got to take care of, and it's just another friggin' mess. And, uh, you know, so that shows you all those strung-out white girls. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's it, it, and let's face it, you know, they're, they're attacking the womb, the womb of, of the white race, which is the woman, okay? That's like I was watching a documentary. I might have got that from actually Dion's site where this guy was talking about uh, the true history of Islam, how brutal it is, how, it's, how that war has never stopped, how many people they really killed, okay? Uh, and, uh, I mean, they've been in Europe before. This is not the first time these migrants or nothing like that. You know, they had Spain. They had uh, the, the Baltic states. They had, uh, you know, uh, parts of, well, they took over all the, all the uh, uh, middle what we call middle middle eastern states now that were you know actually whites lived there okay and uh you know just beheaded people and you know took them as slaves and just destroyed them race mixed them totally totally destroyed them okay and he said he says you know you got to 
their warfare he admires. You know, they'll use economics, they'll use religion, they'll use the womb. Okay? And this is what they're doing with this uh, race mixing and raping. They're using the womb. Not only the womb for them to have more kids than you, okay, but for you to ha and to have less kids, you know, as if that's not a problem enough. So, anyway, let's see here. Kay Craig's is understandably loony, but she's also the real deal you want to know about the Illuminati. Well, I don't know. I don't buy into the Illuminati stuff, so I don't know about that. I just think it's, you know, you know, you get a bunch of uh, different uh, criminal organizations, and uh, if you want to call them Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, I mean, they're there, and that's all it is, you know. So, but... Uh, you know, some of that stuff gets a little too crazy. But like I say, you know, go to war against the banks. If they go to war against the banks, guess what? The money can't get transferred. Now, there's a major problem. That would be a major problem for the drugs. doesn't matter how much they grow. You know what I mean? They need money to make that operation go. So, and like I say, they're selling on the street. I think it's down to 10 bucks. I don't know how much you get, but uh, it's it's very very low. You know the prices have come come way 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 down. I don't, but the I don't know about marijuana and all that kind of stuff because I don't smoke it. But uh, I heard that's still pretty high. But the other deadlier stuff, it, it, the price has gone down. And uh, not only is this guy into marijuana, heroin, cocaine, meth, meth, okay, and meth is actually probably the most destructive of the of the drugs very 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 bad okay i mean oh geez i've seen some meth heads man it's not pretty you know it's not it's not pretty at all you know you think the heroin guys are bad these meth heads are even worse and the thing the, the sad part about it is is you know i don't know white White people seem to like that drug, that and cocaine. I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand the attraction. But like I say, I don't do it, so I wouldn't know. I mean, if anybody knows, please tell me. So, you know, these people don't sleep. I don't know what they do all day. You know what I mean? Then they gotta gotta go out and rob for some more. Ah, what a horrible life. What a horrible life. And uh, I don't know. People out there, I mean, would you trust a person that is uh, a drug addict? Would you trust them? Honestly. Tell me in the chat. Would you trust meth? Not even once. Okay, anybody else? i tell you the reason I'm asking this is because there's some people out there who, you know, Say they're these white nationalists and they're these so-called, in their own minds, leaders or whatever like that. And uh, they're friggin' heroin addicts. They're fucking heroin addicts. And these are the people that are telling you that, uh, well, maybe we should all become Islam because, you know, they're more uh, militaristic and all this friggin' bullshit, man. You know what I mean? These people are, are, are totally insane. And, 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 and they're heroin addicts. And uh, they're telling you what to do. And uh, there's some kind of, they think they're leaders and giving all this advice because they read some books or something like that. 
and they're heroin addicts, childless, and every other friggin' thing, living at home and all this bullshit. And it's it, it's really, really scary to me because, uh, you know, people get their favorites or whatever like that, and you start following these people and actually listening to them. So I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I One of my brothers, I mean, he... He did. He did heroin, man. So, uh, I mean, it 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 almost dest- well, it destroyed part of his life. Part of his life is gone. It took him a long time, but when he, thank God, when he finally got off of it, I mean, you know, it was like his whole life turned around. You know what I mean? Oh, Rich, you did something on him. Yeah. So you had that. Uh, was it called uh, cherry blossom? I believe that's what it was called. You smoked it. You know, I had a lot of guys that did that. Not a lot, but, you know, some of them did, you know. You know, guys try stuff out, right? Guys, tie stick. Well, tie stick is uh, something different. Yeah, that's 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 not heroin. Uh, yeah, you know, guys, everybody wants to try something once. I understand that. I understand that. But, uh, you know, some guys get hooked, you know. Uh, I don't understand how when you have to do something important, you want to be high. Okay. Now, I don't think all drugs should be classified the same. That's why I have differences with other people. I have a difference with Rich on that. But like anything else, it's like drinking or anything else. If you if it becomes the mainstay of your life, then it's no good, right? I mean, you know, if you're going to drink, it doesn't matter what it is, right? So, and that's the way it is. So, so many good young looking white kids here on shit here. Yeah, I know. Uh, meth is very high too. Yeah. I'll tell you, mom. Uh, I'm always shocked. Some of the, some of the, when some of the younger guys say to me, you know, so-and-so does this or so-and-so does that. And, uh, you know, maybe they just started or something like that, but, you know, uh, they're still young, they're still going to school or something like that, and I I don't know, you know, I I guess they haven't got to a bad, bad part yet, but they come from, seem to come from pretty good families and stuff like that, and it, I don't know, it just, uh, I just see it as as as, as a, another thing with inside that gets inside our community and you know it's just tearing the guts out of it it's just tearing the guts out of it okay somebody says it's easier to be an addict than to be clean yeah heroin used to be an inner city, inner city drug yeah now it's cool for the rural farm kids to be heroin yeah I don't understand that at all I really don't I really don't understand that at all I mean when I when I was growing up uh it was heroin around, not and not much, mainly the black part of town, and uh, it was like, you know, it's like the low of the low. You know, you got to be in the low of the totem pole to be doing that shit. Yeah, they're doing it with needles, and yeah, but now the stuff they're doing now, well, the stuff they had in Nam and 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 in Thailand and those places, you could actually smoke it. And apparently, what this guy's bringing in is so pure; it's got to be pretty pure, eh? that you can smoke it so they don't have to use a needle, eh? Because of, uh, 
you know, all all the uh, sharing a needle and all that kind of stuff there. So most of the young boys have nothing to look forward to around here. No scholarships for them. Uh, I I I don't know your community, man. You know, nothing to look forward to. I, I you know. Uh, that's you know well let's put it this way the deindustrializing de- of Amer- of Americans I I think has gone hand in hand with this uh, more drug use okay because uh, you know eighteen nineteen twenty you were working you were working at a place uh, on your way to earn a good wage and uh, you know if you didn't get drafted and shot or something like that. And uh, raising a family and all that kind of stuff, you know. If there's no jobs around or shitty jobs around, uh, and and all this political, yeah, this political correctness and all this friggin' Marxist bullshit, you know. Which I was talking to somebody a while ago. Uh, somebody made a video about Southern people, and he had lived in North Carolina. And I guess it was a Bible Belt or something like that, and how how disgusting these people were and everything else like that, and inbred and you know, but everything's okay as long as you uh, believe in Jesus or something like that. You're going to get saved and all this kind of nonsense. And uh, I had lived in South Carolina for a couple of years. Uh, like I I told him I said I don't know I I was in the military with Southern guys. I worked out of the U.S. on contracts with Southern guys and all this kind of stuff. I never encountered that. Never, ever encountered that. So, you know, this must be something new. And you can trace it into the uh, uh, march through the uh, institutions. And, you know, the Bella Dodd uh, uh, confession in the uh, uh, House of Un-American Activities, and that was in the 50s or late 40s. I can't remember exactly when. When she was telling, uh, laid it out how they got into seminaries and how they had thousands in the churches and all this kind of stuff, and uh, you know, then you had that uh, the Hollywood thing and all this kind of stuff there, and uh, you know, after what, oh, well, it's a red scare and they're just they're fear mongers and they're racist and all this kind of stuff there. So you know, uh, once once the media. Uh, the left media got on them, smearing them and everything else like that. You know, they made them sound like a bunch of crazies, but, you know, they were right. You know, now they got some movie about one of these writers that eventually, Kirk Douglas or something, he wrote screenplay for Spartacus or something like that, and, you know, he helped get these guys back into Hollywood or something like this, and, you know what I mean, like, you know, big heroes, you know, uh, you know, they're First Amendment, and you know they they have the right to believe whatever they want. Or no, communism I believe should be outlawed. Communism should be outlawed in this country. It should be outlawed. Simple. You know, you're telling me it's a democracy, but you want to have a communist party? Or you want to have this party or that party? Their system, what what they advocate, okay, is not in the best interest of the country. They should be outlawed. It's as simple as that. Girls here go to college, become whores. These walking P 
petri dishes won't produce anything healthy white babies. Wow, that's kind of a broad brush, brush, don't you think, Mom? <laughs> I don't think all girls go to college to become whores. You know? Uh, but, you know, that college environment, and that, there's another thing, you know, this uh, higher education bullshit is nonsense. You know? And, uh, I mean, they got college for just about anything now. You know what I mean? They've got the most useless stuff in colleges now. So I don't know. Is it is it really college anymore? Yeah, and you get big debt. Yeah, I I was reading recently. I think the college uh, tuition debt is well over a trillion dollars. <laughs> imagine that. Can you imagine that? Okay. And this is this is why Bernie's getting all these idiots. Okay, because he's gonna he's gonna the government's gonna take care of that. No, the taxpayers. Are, which means us, right? You know, and he's talking about, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the rich to pay. Yeah, good luck on that, buddy. Good luck on, you know, that, that, that's like this bullshit about uh, this myth about, uh, uh, you know, we're not having enough kids and and all this bullshit. Like, then they talk about overpopulation. You know what I mean? Uh, but in in this predatory uh, system that you've got, well, yeah, you got to keep having more credit vessels, right? Where if you really actually look at it, it is the 1%, well, the top 4% has gained now from 36%. This is in this less than 50 years, 50% of the wealth of the world, okay? And uh, that's why we can't afford nothing. They've got, they've, they've got, all, they've got all the wealth going and streaming their way, okay? And, you know, they're not working for it. You know, uh, some of so, some of these rich guys start a company, yeah, and 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 do well and work and build a company. But a lot of this is just money, old money invested, and you know, stock market scams and all this kind of stuff there. So yeah, the money's there for uh, taking care of the older generation, okay, yeah, and and won't even cost them much, okay. But the money is there. This is this is how cruel they are, and this is why I keep saying, you know, I think our biggest problem is with our own elites. Honestly, dude. Yeah, 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 but yeah, Jews, yeah, and Jews are in there too. You know, they're part of that elite now. They're part of that elite. They're they're hand in hand now. These guys, but that's where our problem is. That's where our problem is. We don't need more people. And uh, you know, that's like this fight over immigration, right? Uh, do we need any immigration? I don't know about what you guys are, but man, we. You know, it takes two hours to drive anywhere anymore. It's destroying. It's you know the, the environmentalists. They talk. They say they're environmentalists, but then again, they want more immigration. Okay, and look at the quality of immigration they want. is very destructive, not only to the environment, to us, to the country. But they, you know, they want this bullshit, right? And 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 if do we actually need immigration? And you hear all these sob stories about. Oh well, you can't blame this guy. He's earning fifty bucks back in Mexico, and uh, he just coming to America for a better life. So, forget about the qualities of the immigrant. Forget about assimilating, and, and it's a European society, a Europe, built by Europeans. Okay, forget about all their culture and all this kind of shit. We got to worry about this guy getting a pay raise. 
That's what the fuck it comes down to. So he can put a few more dollars in his grubby little hands. That's what it comes all down to. Okay? That's what it all comes down to. That's why our forefathers spilt their blood and all this kind of bullshit. Is so this grubby little fucker can come over for, you know, a bigger paycheck. You know, undercut someone else, put him, put his ass out of work. Okay? And then he's working so fucking low, we got to give him Section 8 housing and food fucking stamps. It's fucking insane. You know? And, uh... Well, that's one of the reasons why I like Trump. He's bringing it right out, man. It's just crushing political correctness. Crushing it. Just crushing it. Yeah, white immigrants. Yeah. Well, this is what they're getting on him now about, Rich, because he said we should bring more Europeans over and stuff like that. But what about uh, South Africans? White South Africans. They're the top of the no-no list right here. White South Africans. They got to stay and suffer for what they did to the poor blacks in South Africa, what did they do? Those fuckers were living a better life on their apartheid than they ever lived in their whole fucking life. You know, we're talking about fucking people that didn't even have a fucking wheel, man. So, I don't buy that bullshit. This is this is the reason why Hitler wanted to smash them. Well, Hitler wanted to smash the... Uh, well, the Bolsheviks, number one, but, uh, you know, the uh, banker system. And uh, he was, they were doing that economically. <laughs> nobody, nobody, <laughs> they were competing. Imagine that. They, it's, it's like what they did to, uh, is it Iran or whoever the hell how they did? They, they got them out where they can't go through the banking system on international trade. Maybe they've let them back in. I forget the name of the system, right? And they did that to Germany, and Germany just, <laughs> they went on a barter system, and, you know, free, you know, fair trade. You know, we want your bananas, you, you want some of our steel and shit like that. And uh, I was reading a book there about a, over a year ago there, <clears throat> and it was about how FDR was going fucking bananas because uh, German uh, you know, re, 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 retooling in America, <clears throat> that's what was happening after the 20s. And then then there was a problem getting money, credit, to retool, okay, for production. And uh, we, were, we were having a deficit with Germany because they were, that's where we're getting the tools, the tooling was from, was from Russia. Okay, uh, excuse me, Germany, <coughs> because... They had built their they had built their whole uh, economy up, and they were way ahead of everybody, and uh, which top quality, good stuff, uh, advanced stuff. They're working with new materials, and uh, and the thing was, it wasn't a, that their products were cheaper. They were so much better that in the end run they were cheaper, and uh, it was driving him nuts. It was driving this guy nuts, and uh, you know he, they, whenever whenever they went over the economic things with with uh, him and I forget who the, who the other guy was, and uh, that he said that upset him the most. That upset him most was that trade deficit with Germany. Okay, so.
Okay, I've worked with Ukrainians. Those boys kick it. Uh, I've worked with different kinds of people there. Uh, well, different kinds of people, and uh, you know, call me a racist, but uh, white workers have always been the best. So, you know, I don't care where they're from. You know, uh, I really like the Scottish engineers. Scottish and British engineers were good. I mean, I was in the aircraft industry. They were good. Uh, we didn't have, I didn't, I didn't encounter many uh, Germans or anything else like that, but uh, Scottish and British. And these guys are really, really good because uh, they could take a problem and uh, they were so skilled at, I mean, they were skilled in like the trade and engineering. And, uh, you know, some of these engineers, uh, they'd have a problem and they'd give you something and it's you look at the drawings and you and you like, how the fuck are you supposed to put this together? You know, one part goes on to the other part, and somehow you're supposed to rip it from behind, and there's two inches space. It's just fucking ridiculous stuff to where we'd have to invent fucking invest in uh, 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 fasteners just to put the fucking thing together, you know? So you get it to one of these Scottish or British engineers, man, and it was like, you know, something sensible, you know? Something very, very sensible. So I used to love those guys. They were, they were good, man. They were good, you know. And uh, and they'd come down and actually do the fucking thing with you. When you'd say, this isn't working, they'd actually come down and show you where you made your mistake, you know. Physically come and show you with the fucking tools. So I, I really like those guys, man, you know. Uh, none of this theory, theory, theory stuff. Theory and, and practicality. I, I love that about those guys. So, uh, Orthodox Russians aren't very... Who gives a fuck? You know, why Why are we so concerned about Russians or Ukrainians or whatever? We live here. We just want good relations with those people. We want good relations with those people. You know, they got to work out their own problems, just like we got to work out our own problems. But, uh, you know, I mean... Uh, and that, that and that starts with having a damn good relationship uh, through the political system, through the leaders with one another, instead of being with this, carrying on these false fucking fights all the time there, and trade wars and all this kind of shit, man. You know what I mean? I mean, the Russians aren't hurting us on trade. Uh, Europe, you know, they aren't trying to sink us with trade. China is. You know, uh, Japan's been killing us for years. And then what do they do? They they buy the debt. 30% of all the money that they get back in from selling their goods goes to finance our debt to give us more credit to buy more of their shit. It's a sick fucking cycle. It, it's a sick cycle. And, then, and there's another thing that I like what Trump brought up about the inversion, corporate inversions. Okay, where, where they have money coming from their corporations – from out of the U.S. and it's coming in as investment, okay, at a very, very high tax rate to where they just keep the friggin' money offshore, okay, to where it gets so big, okay, that they to say, fuck it, man. If we bring it in, we're going to lose this much money. With that much money, we can build a factory in China or whatever and, uh, you know, expand or uh, <clears throat> or retool or something like that. 
and Trump understands this kind of stuff there, and he, and he hit him on it. And these, these assholes don't even know what he's talking about. And that's been a problem for a long, long time. And actually, it's it's a problem with uh, I think Canada too. I think they got the same problem with the with, with they, the way they run that uh, tax investment. This inversion, they keep getting this inversion. And I think this inversion is just uh, another tool put out there, okay, uh, to push more money out to China. I think it's just all a scam, personally, okay, because there's no reason for it at all, no reason for it at all, you know. And then he, you know, he talks about lower taxes and all that kind of shit, corporate taxes. Uh, well, yes and no. Because you got to look at uh, it's more than taxes, it's uh, all these regulations and laws and everything. I mean, I remember back in, I'm, I think it was the mid '80s. I was talking to someone, and uh, you know, I, we were doing a lot of overtime and stuff like that. And uh, guys started missing days in the week because they made so much money on Saturday and Sunday. Okay, that if they took a day off. That you know now the tax the tax is starting to hurt them, okay. To where if they took a day off in the week on straight pay, okay, they wind up with more money in their paycheck. Anyway, and uh, so I was saying, well, let's cut down the overtime, get more guys hired. And I remember the guy telling me, Danny says, Joe, do you understand? Take ten thousand dollars to put a man on the floor. So you got to be kidding. He said, No, you put on the training, you put on insurance, you put on a couple things, you put on uh, the uh, uh, payroll tax and all this kind of stuff. He said, that's got to come up front, man. That's like ten thousand dollars. He said, for you know the short term, you know this is going to be a six or seven month run, you know, to get our line aligned, you know, our production line aligned with uh, another part in the country. He says uh, we must well run the guys overtime. So you know a lot of it is bullshit. So a lot of these tax laws, a lot of these tax things, actually uh, a compliancy uh, cost is hurts hurts employment also, man. Hurts employment, you know, just terrible. Oh, anyway. Anyway, oh, hey, if anybody wants to call in, it's 724-444-7444, ID 124-639, first pound. Uh, wouldn't mind hearing from someone. Uh, now that I'm here on my own, okay, let me read this chat here. What's going on here? Uh Papatwat, what kind of a name is that? At least Trump Sanders are well spoken, unlike the embarrassment of Bush and Obongo. What are you talking about? Obama used to make people faint. <laughs> uh, high production cost destroys jobs. Yeah, compliancy, because in, in there goes uh, comp all that compliancy cost, you know, licensing and all this kind of shit. 
waiting for an important call or I call in. Uh, no problem, Tom. No problem. Uh, yeah, the compliancy costs, Rich. Yeah, high, high, high production costs. Well, yeah, we all know that. But it's that compliancy. You know, like, uh, God, I used, to have, I used to have so many, I used to have to get so many certifications. I used to have to get certifications to paint a fucking part, man. Unbelievable. You know, when I repaired a part of a wing, you got to do all this kind of preparation and put the base paint on and all this kind of nonsense and seal it and then put iron, uh, aluminum clad on and all this kind of shit. You had to have a license for every step of the way, and then you had to stamp a number. So if that fucking thing 20 years from now fucks up and kills somebody, they throw my ass in jail. You know what I mean? Organized crime and labor unions. Uh, Build the independent business so that you can take it cheap. I don't know about that. Organized crime is a problem anywhere. Uh, labor unions are a two-edged sword. I mean, you know, the working man in this country, because I haven't lived, you know, well, temporarily in other other places, but uh, in the history of this country, the working man has been treated like shit. Like shit. And that's a problem. That is a big fucking problem. That's a problem with, with our whole system. Our whole, uh, you know, capital, it, you know, they talk about, oh, capitalism is good. Capital is capital. It's just part of the equation of production. That's all it is. That's all it is. All part of the show of the skipping. I don't know about that, Rich. I, 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 I don't buy that. I don't think it's script, okay? I think it's just greed of different groups. That's it. You know, the guys on stock, the, our elites have always been doing this to us. All, always been doing this to us. You can go back to Rome, you can go back to Egypt, wherever you want to go, okay? You always get a group up there that wants to do generational wealth, generational power, and they come up with all these schemes to keep, you know, the families intact bullshit. Always. That's always been a problem. In our societies. I don't know about other societies. I guess them them too, but uh you know, always been the problem. So, you know, nothing new, nothing new there. And uh unions have been a way uh to keep uh well, now, now, now that they're destroyed, but they used to do a pretty good job on uh, work conditions, health conditions, wages, you know, basic compensation, things like that. Ford and Tucker, the same thing. Well, I don't know about this Tucker guy, but Ford, I mean, Ford is another guy who drove nuts. And it came out with the five what was it the five dollar workday? Started to realize I'm making I'm making a product here for the for, I'm making a car for the, I'm making a car for the people that the people can't afford the people that are building the fucking thing can't afford it. You know what I mean? And uh, he didn't need no units to do that to do that. Okay. But you know it's hard. It, I mean it's hard. To, 
hard to keep those corporations going. You know, the original guy dies or something like that, and, you know, next thing you know, banks are involved in bean counters and all this kind of shit. You know, I think the bean counters helped destroy a lot of corporations. They definitely just destroyed it for the working man. You know, you got to count. You, you got to count for every second. You know, we had systems in there where we had to, uh, it, it was like a little map, and you had to color these squares of what you did, and they had, you know, uh, you know, uh, method and time come in and time in all this kind of nonsense. Okay, and, uh, you know, <laughs> shit happens every day, you know, you're waiting for a part or something, you know, all kinds of stuff happens. You got to repair something, you know, you know, you just want to get the, you want to get the product out there in a certain time and a certain quality and all this kind of stuff, all this kind of nonsense there. And, uh, you know, it was, they were bringing in the Japanese systems at the time, you know. This teamwork Japanese bullshit, and uh, you know, never needed it before. All of a sudden, we need it. You know, what happened to all the independent oil producers? I don't know what happened to them. They got sucked up. They got sucked up by the big boys, which was collusion. Okay, there's you know. There you go, corrupt government, you get collusion and stuff like that. I thought we had laws against that, but there's collusion in every industry. What happened to cooperative utilities? Well, you always get some, poly, you know, you get these guys that keep telling you, uh, well, I'll tell you what happens a lot of these places is they get in there and... Uh, they get in there, they take over the unions, they, and I've seen it where, where in places that I've been, where I've worked, okay, where you've got a, uh, one of the directors of a company wants a certain production part to be made in his factory that his son owns or he's part owner in, and what he'll do is he'll put a lot of, of labor overtime on the job, okay, because he's got so much of a budget, and he'll squander it on a part and make the 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 price per cost go up to where the bean counters come in and and then they start taking looking for alternatives and start taking uh you know uh bids for the bids for bids for that production part and they ship it out okay they ship it out okay and uh what's happening in agriculture agriculture is the same thing agribusiness man Huge agribusiness, oh, to where we're actually losing a lot of our damn uh, original seeds and things like that, and uh, growing one crop in the soil and using all kinds of uh, uh, chemicals to yield more from that crop or to get uh, make make the you know because you, you know you usually used to have to rotate crop and all that kind of stuff there. They don't even do that anymore. Some places they just grow damn corn and all that kind of stuff. You know. So. Uh, who's this? Uh, oh, I got a, I got a, I got a moron here. I got a moron here.
I got him on. So. Oh, shit. I knocked myself out here. Let me get back in here. Okay, here we go. Oh, I got a baby here. I got a baby here. Fag pal. So I got this moron, this baby here, okay? A real loser that he's got to come here and, oh, your IQ. I'm really worried about this, fag pal. I'm really worried about this, okay? I wish my IQ was even, well, you know, you probably wish you were a man too, fag. You know, that's a great name for you, fag. That's what you are, a fag, Okay. You're a, you're the problem. You're the problem. Okay? Because you're not a man. You got to come in here and this is you got nothing better to do but to come in here and talk about IQs and all this kind of stupid ass nonsense, okay? Tell us your ideas, asshole. Tell us what you're doing, asshole. Nothing. Nothing. You're doing nothing. You're sitting on the internet playing troll baby, troll mama. That's all you are. You're just a goddamn troll. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're very, very witty. You're very, very witty on a keyboard. But you know what? You're useless. People like you are useless. It's as simple as that. You don't like it? Go to hell somewhere else. No one needs you. Okay? So... Anyway, that's about an hour here. Okay, anybody else any got anything else they want to say besides that moron? Okay, that moron. Okay, nothing's going on here. Okay, I'm going to end it out here. Uh, thank the people that did come. Like I say, it got killed by, wasn't even going to, Come on tonight because of the all the work with the snowstorm and everything else like that. Looks like we're getting another one there. And uh, I know Tom got killed by it, too. I don't know anybody else who lives on, on the East Coast that got killed by that snowstorm. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of snow. And uh, But it's fun. You know, it's the, the snow is fun also because, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, people are out with the sleds and all that kind of stuff, the snowmobiles and all that. They look like they're having a good time now that they got it, but now that they get everything cleared away. But uh, we're going to get hit again, so see how we last. And uh, so to everybody, as usual, uh, good night and God bless.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.